In this video, how to handle those crazy, absurd, just plain nuts dog training clients who come to you to try and use your dog training service and what to do about these people. Stick with me. Remember this, guys. Not all money is good money. Sometimes it's more profitable in the long run if you decide not to sign a client than it is to sign that client if they've demonstrated red flags that there's somebody who is just plain crazy. So don't do it. Now, to Emily's question in our Dog Trainer Marketing Group on Facebook, she asks basically this. She says, I'm on my last straw with clients as of late. Today was the icing on the cake when I got a message from an inquiry who was looking for dates on group classes. I had already messaged and called multiple times, leaving a voicemail as well as two Facebook messages about class times and start dates. Well, when she finally responded today, clients had started last week and is at max capacity. She, of course, is furious and blames me for not telling her. I'm, it's difficult to read because the video editor makes the screen very, very small. I'm at my wits end with clients who blame me for their lack of attention or preparedness. And quite frankly, it's driving me up the wall. How on earth do you deal with, with this? Uh, I'm getting so burnt out dealing with people like this. Hey, Emily. One of the downsides to the dog training business is that it is a B2C business, business to consumer. And anytime you're dealing with the general public, we can count on, especially in America, a certain percentage of the general public being just nuts, being either crazy, being psychotic, uh, being on drugs, or who knows what. And we have to recognize that if we're going to be in this business for the long run, number one, we can't take it personal because it's, it's just there's going to be those people out there. And number two, we have to implement systems in our business because everything that happens to you, and it's very easy if you've been doing this only for a year or two, but everything that happens will repeat itself. You will get another client eventually who acts exactly the same way. And somebody else who does something different, but equally crazy, you can count on that happening over the years again and again and again. So the trick is to implement systems in your business to, number one, preempt these things from happening, and number two, address and deal with those things when they do happen. And I'm going to get into both of those in just a second. So I'm going to give you an idea how you can implement that into your own business, how to preempt these kind of issues from happening. And then I'm also going to give you some examples of how we've incorporated some of these things into our own business, into our Google AdWords management business, um, because, again, you're going to see the same things happen again and again. So the trick is to maybe keep a little journal and write down every time something really frustrating happens to you and then try and implement a system to prevent it from happening again. So, for example, in, in your example, um, She's, she wasn't clear about when the classes started. Uh, I think that can probably be pretty easily uh, circumvented if you create a frequently asked questions page on your website and then also 
uh, a place where you have dates on your website where you show when the classes are starting. And so all you'd have to do would be to, every time you have a new group class planned, just log in and update the date and how much it costs and the information. And so you have it all there. And so when somebody contacts you, uh, well, number one, you maybe just put that page on in the menu of your website so that if they if you're sending the traffic to your website, they can find that on their own. And then secondly, even if they don't, when they first contact you, you can just send them a link to that page. Now, if they still complain after that, oh, I, 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 I didn't get the email or something. Well, you know, sorry, that's, that's not a, it's not my fault. It's not on me. You know, we have it on the website and we have it. We send it to you in the email and you weren't able to figure out both of those, then too bad. Now, the reality is most people are pretty reasonable. And the other reality is that when you get people who try and blame you for their own shortcomings, you really want to disassociate yourself from that person. Just block them out as fast as you can. Say, you know what? I don't think we're the right dog training business for you. I'd recommend you go contact. And then you send them to your, your competition, especially the competition across town that you don't really like, that maybe that person has an abrasive personality. You send them to that person and uh, just wipe your hands and don't even give it a second thought. So um, strategies to preempt those kind of things. Now I'm going to show you, if you go to browningdirect.com, which is uh, the page that I have my my calendar booking app, you can read some copy of written some it's called pers copies, basically persuasive text. And one of the issues that we were having was because we offer a free consultation, a free phone call, free 30 minute phone call for people to call who are interested in our Google AdWords service. Um, one of the issues we were having was people would call and then they wouldn't commit. They'd want to think about it and it would take two or three weeks or a month. And, and there was no real urgency. Um, so I added, I started seeing, it wasn't everybody, but maybe one out of every 10 or 15 consultations we'd have, we'd have this, the, these, these fence sitters, these people who just couldn't make a decision one way or the other. And it might take them a month before they said, yeah, let's go ahead and, and start running ad campaigns. But at that point, they completely forgotten everything that we talked about. So I'd have to basically rebrief them. That's no good. So I added text, added persuasive text or copy to that page that basically says this. It says, uh, you know, once you get on the phone with me, you're going to make a decision. Either it's going to be a yes or a no. And either way is fine. You know, you're going to be able to decide whether it's best for you. But, you know, if you need to talk to your husband or your wife to make a decision, or if you need to talk to a boss or another manager or get somebody else's input, have them on the line when we do the call. Well, this changed everything for us. I mean, it just made it just made closing so much easier. The other thing we did was instead of just advertising our, our calendar app, our booking app, we had them go to a page first and read through, uh, it was basically a sales letter, basically a long form sales letter, which is a, a full page that describes everything that we do with our Google AdWords management service and, and the successes that we've had in the past. And it also has testimonials and all kinds of other stuff. And then at the bottom, it has a link to that calendar app. So what we've done is we've created a system so that by the time we get on the phone with them, you know, there's a, a 90 to 95% chance that they already know what they want, that, that we're the people that they want to work with. And they're kind of ready to, to, to roll with it. They just, just need to maybe ask a few more questions. And so we took something that was really frustrating and we created a system and we put that system in place so that we wouldn't have to deal with 
the hassles of fence sitters. Now it's true, you won't be able to create a system for every circumstance. There will be certain things that you just have to address as they come up. And for those, you, you could probably group those into the type of thing where you have a policy and a procedure for dealing with those types of, of occurrences. And they may not all manifest themselves in exactly the same way, but in general, you know, for example, if I'm working with a client and that client is really rude or disrespectful or with the dog training business, I remember I had a client, him and his wife, would show up for the lessons and he was incredibly disrespectful to his wife. Well, I, I don't want to be around people like that. There's just too much negativity. And so if I see that, my company policy at the time was that, you know, after seeing it a couple of times, if I'm with somebody that displays gross negative behavior. They mistreat their wife or their husband or their kids or they're, you know, basically abusive to the dog. Uh, those are the types of scenarios where, you know, I have a policy and a procedure. I'm going to address it. And then the procedure is what action do I take? You know, typically if they displayed qualities that rubbed me wrong, like, and this could be specific to you. I mean, what bothers me may not bother you and vice versa. Um, for example, if somebody consistently shows up late, well, what is what is the policy and what is the procedure for that? Because you know, you know, one out of every seven people will be chronically late. Well, if you have a system in place to address that, especially if you can address it preemptively before it happens, you know, you let them know this is the way that we do it. There's an $80 fee if you show up late or, or whatever it is. Um, with my first dog training business, I'd tell them I'd wait 11 minutes past the the appointment time. So if their appointment was at two, I'd wait till 2.11. Now the reality was I'd wait till about 2.15, but I tell them I'd wait till 2.11 and then I'm out of there. So they don't want to get in the car and drive and get there and then find out that they're late and I'm not there, which what that meant was that I had implemented a system, a policy and procedure um, and communicated to the, that to the clients beforehand, before they even showed up late, right? And let them know about that so that the next appointment, they're already thinking in their head, hey, I better be on time because I don't want Adam to split and then I, I waste my lesson. So you you just start making notes and as you grow with your business, you'll get more and more notes and you'll create systems and policies and procedures for deal, dealing with these types of things. And that will reduce the amount of frustration that you feel. But as a dog training business owner, you're in the thick of it. And for me, I had to make a decision. I was like, you know, do, do I want to deal even with the, the right policies and procedures and the right systems in place? It minimizes a lot of it, but it never eliminates all of it. So you really need to make sure that if you're going to be in this business for the long run, you really need to be driven by a real passion for working with dogs and for helping dog owners deal with their issues. And at the end of the day, you weigh the two. Is it worth it? to you know everything that you're helping people with versus the amount of baloney that you have to deal with and for me i just you know i've been doing it for 25 years already off and on with three different businesses and online um, with dogproms.com i just got to a point where uh, you know i kind of had enough and it was time to move on uh, you may or may not be in that position and you have to come to that conclusion uh, on your own all right until next time guys hey you know if you have a dog training business or any type of pet related business dog walking doggy daycare we run Google AdWords campaigns for pet industry business owners, and we're getting amazing results. In fact, Google ads 
used to be called Google AdWords, now they call it Google Ads, uh, is one of the best ways to get a consistent stream of new clients. The problem with Google AdWords is that it's insanely complicated to, to do it right. We actually use, right now we're using five different uh, call tracking phone numbers per account. Uh, we're using dedicated landing pages. We're tracking at a very granular level, and this allows us to be very, very efficient with what we're doing and very, very competitive. So in many ways, we're able to get a lower cost per click than somebody who isn't doing these things with their Google AdWords management. Anyways, if you need more leads, if you need more customers, if you want to stop lying in bed at night, worrying about whether or not you're going to get enough calls or enough new dog training clients to pay you know, your bills or take your business to the next level, get in touch with me. Visit us at dogtrainertoolbox.com. In the upper left-hand corner, you'll see a box that says something along the lines of expert Google AdWords management for dog trainers only. Click on that, read through the page, everything I just described to you in this video. If it makes sense, you'll see a link to my calendar app at the bottom. Click on that and book yourself a free 30-minute phone call with me, and we can find out if what we're doing with Google AdWords would make sense to help grow your dog training business. Take care, guys.